0: the holy spirit and we'll go dance <laughs> <laughs> all right so you guys welcome to panda strong podcast we interview the world's top amateur pro amateur pros both some people in the middle you know it's all good we can be a journey female drag athletes to compete and train for strength sports because it's the shit And uh, I'm your host, Six Stephanie, fantastic the dancer. You can find me on IG, TikTok, and YouTube by following and subscribing to my channel where you can find awesome dance finish challenges, inappropriate twerking, and much, much more. Find me my DM because, you know, we're just getting, I'm taking, Uh, but I can assist you with being just fabulous as me and all this other wonderful women on the show. Like today, I have the amazing, how do you say her name is it? Uh Maria as in how do you sing? And I like Maria kind of music song? Or is it um say it to me. I want to hear it with Maria. this English. She has an English accent, you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just Maria. This Maria. It's so pretty though. It's such a pretty name. So dense So please. And then Flump. I'm very curious where that comes from. I feel like that's a solid name. I feel like maybe okay. people in your ancestors made shoes or a farm. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know. No. Maybe he's uh elephants all around the world and around the
1: circus. Flump a nickname. Flump is a nickname. Um, it's after a sweet that we have here in in, in the UK. Um, it's a it's a marshmallow sweet, but it's oh. twisted. Yeah, so it's 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 a marshmallow sweet that's about an inch inch and a half long, and it's twisted. Or you can get big ones that come in a packet that are, are probably about or five inch long but so that it, it was a conversation with some friends a few years ago and we came to the conclusion that I was a flump. I was <laughs> sweet <laughs> melt in the mouth but a bit twisted <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and it
0: stuck. <laughs> is that a, like a warning for all the men out there you're like don't let my polite English accent to sneeze you <laughs> I will kill you <laughs> it was, it was kind
1: of like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm all sweet <laughs> and
0: cute on the outside, but I'm a bit nuts. <laughs> it's like the 1950s housewife poster, you know, where it's like secretly, you know, in her eyes that there's something else. She's mad, her husband. She's lied. She just wants a new vacuum because she hates him so much. She just wants a vacuum better. That's oh she hates a shitty vacuum. But she's mad. She's holding it in. <laughs> Oh, Uh you yeah. guys send me some marshmallow candy. I'm I'm very the fat kid in me really wants to have a marshmallow <laughs> Monday and I will sit there and eat it and just eat it. just eat it. Just eat it. Just eat it. You know that that Michael Jackson parody song? You know? No one yeah. likes to eat it. <laughs> I'm I i want to see these marshmallows. I better get something. I wanna I'll,
1: I'll, have, I'll have to find some and show you.
0: I have an idea, but I'm going to wait till the end of the show to talk to you about it. Woohoo, ideas, are so excited. So anyway, um, so what's your legitimate name then? Besides candy, can I my- can call you Candy Ass going
1: forward? Because that's hilarious.
0: <laughs> my, other that half, candy ass.
1: My, my fiance would find that highly amusing, to be honest.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll send him a pair of underwear with your face <laughs> and all candy ass on it. <laughs> Or uh, yeah. ooh, I can send you a mug with your face and it's, or like something lifting so maybe a selfie with your ass out. And then it could say on the back, smack that candy ass. And that's like a hint hinge for what you want on Christmas, you know what
1: I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Special gifts <guess> by Stephanie. <laughs> uh I'm saying yeah, marriage- so my, my my actual last name is Krasinchka. That is very like Ukrainian
0: German, a cooking- but yet you're English. It, I'm now I'm fully confused. It's Polish. It's, oh, Polish. Yeah. Apparently I have some Polish in me. I don't think it's enough to make it legit. Maybe that's where <laughs> my hidden rage comes from. Not too sure. It's probably <laughs> Scottish, but anyway. Most <laughs> people are. Yeah, a bit of a Scottish there. Yeah, definitely
1: with the, with the rage.
0: Oh, I can't I, I have to really self-check myself 24 hours a day because like I'll give you an example, okay? I had this neighbor who was like kind of like he was he was a drug addict he was crazy he was crazy okay He was little and he's crazy he's like a poodle he's really tiny okay and one time he shouted something out at the window to me like badass or something and I was like you better come down you right now you want some of me you want some of me and my kids are like right behind me my husband like calm down I'm like oh let's finish it today you got something else you say, bitch I'll take you and your friend and they came down I was like I'm gonna take you right now I weigh more than both of you come on <laughs> and then I was like oh, I calm the fuck down and then uh I did my yo chi which is yoga and tai chi in my head you know caught the chi embrace the chi and I calm the fuck down and my husband's like you need to chill I was like nobody to call it talking to me like that I'm beautiful I know who I am <laughs> but yeah Scottish rage it's
2: uh
0: watch out to you someone who's Scottish you know <laughs> I know the redheads. you like them but be careful you know there's a trigger warning on the package, play at your own wrist. So anyways, today we're gonna to talk about um, Strength hack because she is a personal trainer. If you can't already tell, she's from the UK of okay. A. She's a master strong woman. She's a mom of three boys. She's an empowered domestic abuse survivor. She won the war on depression with athleticism. I love the word athleticism, athleticism. <laughs> you're so athletic. um and uh she teaches women who also have a candy ass um and uh ages 25 and up she takes them off so what uh tell us about how you got in support of strongman and why strongman
1: let's start there okay um i started in a gym a local gym to me um after a knee injury so i had to have knee surgery i used to kickbox and do boxing um, and I completely, severed, I completely severed my ACL, damaged various so other um, structures inside my, my left knee. Had to have surgery for it, was told I needed to build up the muscles in my leg to help the recovery. Uh, a friend of mine was training at this gym, went along with her. The, 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 the owner of the gym at the time, he'd recovered himself from a very nasty motorbike accident, which yeah. severed, like uh, tore his quad and stuff and he got himself back on stage doing bodybuilding um and i was like okay so if he can do that he can help he can help me Mm -hmm. Uh, basically we started lifting as a as a means to recovery and i I fell in love with it yeah tried uh i like just lifted for recovery basically for, for a while got persuaded to try a powerlifting meet um did that um didn't come anywhere like special with it it was literally just like to test my own personal kind of bests and stuff but yep. i found the powerlifting a bit boring like the community was lovely and everything and i met some amazing yeah, yeah. people that i still talk to now um but i found the training a bit boring but there was a couple there was a guy and a girl um i say guy and a girl A guy and a lady um at the gym that i was training at that that did strongman mm and like you know I'd become friends with them and I'd join in with their sessions every now and again and they kind of tried to persuade me to to do do it basically you know give it a go give it a go um went to watch two of the lads um compete at a local strongman comp and one of the events was um big you know the big round hay bales like you know the kind of size of a car kind of yeah 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 yeah. they have to flip them um and well I've I've been around horses since I was tiny Well, I'd say tiny I was, I was about four or five when I first started learning to ride um and um like I've worked on stable yards and stuff like oh God, over 15 years of my life and I've got two horses of my own so right. I have to move these bales like every winter we have to move these bales so like they got these bales there for this guy's comp and I just kind of gave it a go and I started flipping the bale, and they were all like, "Yeah, okay, you've got to sign up now. <laughs> you've
0: got and to sign up." I'm laughing because, mom. like, as a kid, I used to get in shit. I was also like allergic to hay, but I used to like push because I grew up on farms too, riding horses, like what you're talking about. And you know, I was always this little she Hulk, and I'd be like trying to fucking flip it and push it around, and you know, I was getting shit from my ass, and I was like, "We just stacked that, Stephanie!" <laughs> I'm like, "Come on, I just flipped it. That's amazing." you know, in the past, <laughs> not catching the climate planet. I'm like, good, it's fun, you know? <laughs> yeah. But I've never yeah, seen so- some strong men, oh, go ahead, but I'm saying, I would love to see that here. That's hilarious.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we yeah. like, I mean, it's no different really than having a big tire flip, I suppose. Um, yeah. I just used what they got so it's available. it's harder. It's harder.
0: <laughs> it's, it's mushy and stuff and prickly and pokey. And yeah, yeah. No. no, so no. <laughs> the tire you can grip. And like, and boom, like tall as you yeah, yeah um, you can put your body weight into it. Hey, we'll just poke you and stab you <laughs> and give you a
1: hay sliver. You know, it's way yeah. fucking harder. <laughs> but um, yeah, because I like I did it. They were like, yeah, you've got to sign up for a comp now. So basically I got persuaded into, uh, into taking it a bit more seriously and found a first-timers comp um, like the following year and started. So that was 2019 I did my first comp. Um yeah. started training. So I started training for it in 2018 and then did the competition in at uh, the beginning of 2019. And that was it. I fell in love with the sport. It was yeah, like the whole experience of the day. Everybody helped everybody. I had the community that yeah, it was just it's something special. Um I've not found quite the same community and the same family feel and everything in, in any other sport I've done. So it was like, yeah, this is yeah. this is home, this is where I I want to be um yeah. and then I did another comp that year in the September so that was the April I did another comp that year in the September uh, with my son with my youngest son um he'd already been signed up for it um and I wasn't originally um and I signed up like a week before the comp to do it because I'd hurt my back in the summer and I just wanted to test like test the water see how it See how my back was how it'd hold up because you know seemed to be recovering well and stuff um because mm-hmm. I'd got another comp lined up in the October which was like the heaviest stuff I'd ever done um but we both did this comp at a, a gym called Grindhouse which is is an, a place called Burton, which won't really mean much to you but <laughs> it's um it's not too far from us and um we both came second in our categories so that was that was quite special um, like first like to do the comp with my son and for us to both to you know both to place was cool um, and just kind of again cemented like you know the love and enjoyment for it I got to pull a nine-ton truck um, and then I went and competed at um, a competition called Queen of the North which was an all-female comp which right. was run by Rhiannon um Rihanna Lovelace and Luke Davies at Chaos in Preston.
0: Yep. Um, mm-hmm. which I'm
1: sure anybody that knows Strength Sports know who knows who Rhiannon is. Um I always I always like Roaster on the show
0: because she's like like she's the type of girl where if you were in high school and you shit talked her, especially I don't know if she grew up in the hood, I don't know anything about her other than strong man, okay? But she would be the <laughs> one that would just throw you a fucking like just a just a one right hook and boom, you are down some guy did like, <laughs> And she'd be like, boom, and he'd be down. She's like the little feisty fucker that she you don't is, mess with. She's tiny, but, but yeah, she's crazy tiny. She's like yeah. so Like my favorite episode was like when she was going like you know back to back with Eddie Hall in the gym and just doing shit like that and you know yeah. he's just flabbergasted and and she's just giggling <laughs> and just she's so calm about it. She's like, oh, drops it. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, she's ice. Like, um, <laughs> yeah. They they ran the comp. Um and it was it was the hardest hardest comp I'd done at the point at that time. Um I was hoping to come middle of the pack somewhere and I came fourth by half a point, like I was half a point behind third. I lifted stuff that I never thought I'd lift, and and you know, we had they had the hardest, bearing in mind I'd already done a nine-ton truck pull. They had the hardest Land Rover to pull that. You, you could ever imagine. For some reason that thing was a bitch. It would not move for like some some people couldn't budget. Others we could only get halfway up the course. It was only all in the field, that...
0: in the tire but, grid, I'm telling you. You yeah, know what I mean? It was yeah, oh, it is
1: definitely Yeah. The the wheel the, the grip on the tires and the surface of the floor did not work well together, put it that way. <laughs> um, I just thought of another t shirt
0: name. I'm listening to you. I'm writing it down.
1: <laughs> Go ahead. But, um, basically like I was I was over the moon to come forth um which you yeah, was way better than I hoped to do but at the end of the comp Rhea actually came and spoke to me and offered to coach me she said she wanted to be my coach she said she'd seen something in me um and loved the fact that I didn't give up like that I'd fought all the way um and she wanted to be my coach and I was like okay, I don't care where I place. this, this is the like, this is the amazing thing today. This is like, um, so that was October, 2019 and Ree's been my coach since November, like that year. So, um, so yeah, I joined team chaos. Um, I then did my first ever inters competition in the February on my 39th birthday. Um, and then most of last year was a write-off, thanks to COVID and stuff, a lot of comp- comps just didn't happen. Um, but I competed in a completely deadlift competition in the summer, which was um, called Day of the Deadlift. Now, I, deadlift is probably my favorite lift, to be fair. So um, I was like, yeah, I'm all over that. I want to do this one. Um, it was basically so five every, different- Every word Six you five... say
0: is be- makes it better by action. You're like, like category, but you're like category, and then fair, you know, everything sounds better. It sounds so delightful. <laughs> I want to live in a land of delightfulness and joy and happiness.
1: Oh, trust me. You can go to certain places and hear certain accents you wouldn't think were delightful. <laughs> I watch a lot of BBC network
0: shows. So, yes.
1: um, <laughs> yeah, Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Like, um, so I did that completely deadlift comp. Um, so there was like a silver dollar deadlift re-actually set the world record for the silver dollar deadlift on that day um there were other record world records set that day i didn't set any world records but i did win my category so that was my first ever first place um so i was really pleased with that i was the only lady in my category to lift we we did a a car deadlift i was the only one that managed to complete the car deadlift um i was the only one that we did a like a, a frame deadlift but the weight went up each rep and I was the only one to get so I think it was 200 kilos so I was the only one to do that one um which meant Uh, I won (laughs) which meant I won my (laughs) category um so that was my first ever that was my first ever first place um and proper trophy so and it was actually a really cool trophy it was actually a skull um so that was that 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 lives on a, a shelf at home now. That's really cool. Um, and that summer, I also did the qualifier, the online qualifier for OSG for World's Strongest Woman. Um, and when we got the emails in the September, I'd qualified, um, which is why I'm off to Florida next week. In fact, I fly a week today um, to go and take part in that. And um, did another couple of comps towards the end of the year, nothing major really, just getting back doing something having some fun um then this year has been a big year um i did yeah I just think the right order june i did um so like i know in america and stuff they have different federations for the strongman well yeah. here in the uk we kind of have that but it doesn't work in quite the same way there's one side of the sport um that's not drug tested or anything so anybody competes um and they have an england they have a regionals they have so like northern southerns midlands and they have an england's and a britain's um and you know that could earn you a place at wilds and stuff from there um but there's also a drug tested federation in the uk which is called the BNF, bnsf so i did their competitions this year as a master's athlete because I've turned 40 so I did England's and came joint first yeah then then qualified me for Britain's where I won um which then qualified me for Europe's which was in Wales where I came third and I'm qualified for their worlds which is um in Finland in December so this year has been a bit of a yeah a bit of a, a um how do I put it roller coaster. Yeah. Um, it was very unexpected um, so yeah it was kind of one thing after another and I was just like oh okay yeah we're going here now we're going here now I also got to um, compete at the first fit expo that was here so I did a log and deadlift hit some pbs had the third biggest female total for the comp um, and then I think probably one of my highlights of the year was doing the Arnold's the first UK Arnold's um, again, it was a log and deadlift. It was a, uh, first time, my first time ever lifting a wooden log. Yeah, I saw your photos. You looked pretty so that good. Was, yeah, the photos were amazing. Yes, um, I know. And the deadlift was an axle, uh, axle bar deadlift with a big, like, metal wheels. I love so the metal that, wheels, man. It's the shit. Yeah, like, especially the really, horses really and wagons.
0: Cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, anything that's, like, vintage or farmers looking or weird looking is yeah. really cool. You know? totally yeah, that like find like,
1: something weird better.
0: for me to lift the weirder the
1: better <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah that was like it was something massive for us and not just for those of us competing it was massive for the female side of the sport because we got to lift in front of 2,000 people like we don't get crowds like that yeah so they there was 2,000 people and they were all cheering for us and shouting for us like i got sent a video from somebody who was in the crowd um, yeah. like when we were on on stage we kind of you could see the crowd but you weren't really aware it yeah. didn't really sink in you kind of didn't yeah, yeah. see it but yeah, then when I got sure. sent this video it, it, it made me cry it made me emotional because there were literally people all around this guy that was videoing that were shouting for me as I was lifting I was like I don't know who you are like normally we're at a comp there's like 20 people and they're like all people associated with like who's competing and stuff yeah, these, yeah. these were like you know hundreds of complete strangers yeah and so it was like we got to kind of prove that we can entertain and we can put on a show when we're worth coming to watch totally Um, yep which which is a big battle for the female side of the sport and and Mm -hmm. so it was it was kind of an honor to be yeah one of the first people involved with with that in the UK which you know we're hoping becomes a big thing like from next year onwards so yeah that was yeah that was amazing well it's it's uh
0: Yeah I don't know like that's obviously a hot topic right now but I kind of feel like it's very duh for me because it's like this whole uh, myth that you know men don't watch women's sports or never have or whatever is just like not true it's because that they weren't supported in the same way right I don't want to get into too much now because other people have talked about it but it's like you know you spend on how much do you spend on NFL cheerleaders right well, if you like I'm not saying that you need that at a female sport for him, saying for example like there's all these side things that go around in terms of like promotional marketing mm. for a male sport of any kind and That's if you it. apply those same marketing logistics to females, how the hell would you yeah. not have success? It's lazy yeah. marketing. Like yeah, low, exactly right? right? Like yeah. wrestling, the female wrestlers in the 90s, successful. They were great. That cuz this is fucking raw natural, you know what I mean? And it was made yeah. them into characters. I'm not saying you have to make women into characters. I'm just saying you make it entertaining and, and yeah. people so
2: people stories,
1: people will show up. Yeah, do with like for the women for for the men. Do the yeah. same thing and you will draw the crowds. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like that, was, a- that was the thing with it at the Arnold. We had our own day. Friday yeah. was just the women. There were no men competing. So people weren't coming yeah. to watch both and stayed to watch the women. They yeah, came yeah. to see us. Yeah. Exactly. They were there and they watched us the men was on the next day so we had our own day you know yeah. we weren't the slideshow we weren't a little thing in the corner we had our own day we had our own yeah. stage um and it, yeah it kind of proved that we can do that we we can put on a show we can but, entertain you know we could do this shit you know and people actually like watching it so it's like here's a perfect example so
0: when I started doing the Highland Games I was at a game and uh there was a bunch of like people who were coming because i'm pretty well known in my city like i've been in public figure i've been community projects i'm an entertainer too wait we're having this podcast right so people know me right you always everyone gets kind of you're a trainer fitness leader you get a following and um it's like there was more women coming sports than you guys but there was more women at the time coming in than men where i am and uh the the guys had been doing it for like you know seven years we all like kind of pissy and offended and they make comments while i was competing Right to each other i can fucking hear you guys you know and they were like uh like oh I understand so why is there all these people here it's like well, i don't know it's because maybe because i shared shit on social media yeah. i don't know maybe because yeah. those girls throwing heavy shit in skirts is fucking good oh. and uh my skirt's just halfway down my ass and i have a food candy ass i don't know <laughs> like
1: <laughs> you can't do yeah, that yeah
0: you
1: know? Yeah, yeah, If you, you if you don't make a fuss about it yourself, you can't complain. It. You know, when somebody yeah, else does, it's like it's like
0: It's all of a sudden. It's because people are putting the word out there and they're yeah. falling ass. It's that's how they made the strongman competition here finally get some, you know, leverage. You know, yeah. making it welcome for athletes traveling, is better prizes. Um, interviewing athletes for TV that helps their career and yeah. the newspaper, all this stuff like you got to spend money to make money and if you're not going to invest in your athletes then you're not going to have a turnout stop blaming the fucking athletes it's stupid yeah regardless of sex your gender it's stupid you know what i mean like it's stupid and it's like same with this podcast right because like when i you know when i first started like i'm not a pro athlete yet like i had just had a baby um and number two was a surprise i was training for nationals i was like, oh um but like, I still want to be involved in sport and I was like how can I still be involved you know physically I can't be involved right like lifting because I just had a baby and yep. I was like I it was something that I wanted to do from the moment I started entering the sports because I saw like there was a need for female yep. promotion and stuff like that but then I was like well I'm busy with all these other things but as soon as you have a baby you're like wow you know Well, and I'd be like rocking my baby. And he'd be, I'm not joking. He would only sleep in a baby chair. His neck was crooked for a while because he wouldn't sleep anywhere else. So he'd be on my lap and I'd be rocking him while I'm fucking writing questions and editing the interview and recruiting athletes. Like, Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, all you have to do is put effort in. I figured I'd have a podcast. I figured I'd have an online store so I could support athletes and promote athletes. You know? So it's like, and I'm not a techie, right? So my point is you put effort in you know, it will be received to all the promoters out there, you know, make it successful. So I kind of want to change the subject. That's okay. and Kind of go into the deep, dark, deep in the dark. <laughs> so I know, <clears throat> let's get real, you guys, you better get some pillows and some whiskey, you may need it. So um, I know prior, you had the depression, you battled with the depression, yeah. um, and like the domestic abuse, assuming that they're interlinked because, you know, obviously when you're in a shitty, toxic relationship, you know, it goes yeah, hand, hand But I, I wanna I, know I was, how that all played out in timing with the strong man, you know, like, did that all end? And then you went boom into strong man, like how did that,
1: or, or personal trainer, like what was the order of events and what okay, was the catalyst so, Um, I was in my abusive marriage for, we were together for about 15 years. We Whoa, were married that's a long for, time yeah we were married for 11 you know three children wow. who are now all adults um mm-hmm. so I was first diagnosed with depression after my youngest was born but the doctor did say that if I'd have come to her before he was born she'd have diagnosed me then too um so it wasn't postnatal depression it was yeah you know, yeah. yeah um and yeah. quite probably a product of the situation I was in yeah. Um I finally got out of my out of the marriage in two thousand and eleven. Um literally a month after like we split up, um I had a car accident that nearly killed me. Um what? It, Yeah. <laughs> yeah was... so That is the plot twist there.
2: <laughs> I didn't yeah. know if you guys
1: it was a pretty nasty accident um i'm look- i very very lucky to be here uh, a metal pole went through my car that it hit the um basically hit the front of the car hit the engine block came up through my windscreen um and took the headrest off my seat fortunately i'd already been thrown sideways um so i didn't get hit by the pole still have my head oh, um yeah. but in the impact, I smacked my face. So they thought at one point I'd broken my cheekbone, but I hadn't. Fortunately, it was just really badly bruised. I smashed my collarbone. So I've got a big metal oh. plate on my
0: collarbone. Uh, with and that's, a, that's, a, that's a benefit for shouldering Atlas bone. <laughs> oh,
1: no, no, it's really not. No. The metal oh. is, so the metal is directly under the skin. Oh, okay. Well, um, on top of the bone. Why. So anything like log, sometimes some of the logs and axles actually I've oh. actually grown it before now because the metal yeah. sticks out yeah yeah it's not brilliant to Woo. be honest um Woo. and I have nerve damage from my shoulder down to my thumb in my left arm um it's a lot wow. better now than it was um at one point my bicep didn't work um, <laughs> but it does it does now um but my shoulder's temperamental shall we say and my left side is always going to be weaker just uh, cups. it's not from the workout okay it's my damn arm yeah.
0: i mean everybody <laughs> I was like i are like... oh, not supposed to spill <laughs> <laughs> i spill a lot of shit like my protein shake balls all the time because i'm just tired after workout and i yeah. spill it and i'm like damn it <laughs> i can wait <just laughs> it up you know i have a great juice all the time i'm a mom dog anyways i
1: just yeah. wait so it's it's yeah it's it's um that that's you know obviously presented its own challenges and stuff so it literally meant I was single with three children recovering from an accident that almost killed me oh. um all like within a month um and that took some recovering from uh, in a lot of senses um I didn't recover very well mentally to start with um I was kind of holding things together but kind of by a thread um yeah made quite a few bad decisions actually ended up in another abusive relationship although fortunately I got out of it a lot quicker um Mm -hmm. uh, and that was probably the turning point getting out of that second abusive relationship was probably the turning point to be honest um it was almost like every mistake I made I I, I at least learned from each mistake I made Mm -hmm. um kind of got a little bit closer to getting me back yeah Um, yeah and i started a friend of mine uh co-owns a boxing gym so i was single again obviously still got my three kids i started a new job so i'd moved away because I'd, I'd worked with horses for years and i'd moved away from working with horses um into an office job because my youngest had started secondary school i was like great i don't need to do the school run anymore so you know mm-hmm. um i can do a nine to five with paid holiday because i'd always been i had been self-employed for years and stuff you know i can do a, I can do I can have paid holidays and I can, I can have proper weekends off and yeah uh, and yeah. all and um so I I, start, I worked in sales in a, in an office um but I still I was still in recovery basically um but my friend I got this boxing gym and it was originally trying to get my eldest to go and he, he said to me the one day he said oh, why don't you I, I got really frustrated about something I can't remember what it was um, and he was kind of like, why don't you come along? Like, come. Like, um, and I, I kind of went, nah, it's not, it's not my kind of thing. It's not for me. Yeah. Um, but then it kind of sat there in my head. And then a few weeks later, I kind of went, oh, can, can I come? And he was like, yeah, come along Monday nights. We do a ladies' pass. Um, and so I started yeah. doing that. And I really enjoyed because I'd, I'd always been active. I'd always done something at school and stuff. I'd, I'd been athletic, on the athletics team, I'd done running um obviously I've ridden horses on and off for years so I'd always I'd always been active I'd always done something and then for for a good while I hadn't really apart from the horses I hadn't done anything else and I hadn't done anything for me like I went through the phase when I first was single and stuff again of going out and you know going drinking and things like that but I hadn't done anything kind of I want a better way productive or healthy for me Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I know exactly what you're talking about I know what you're saying that bought something for me in that sense and so I enjoyed yeah. it and we did a little bit of weights with that with the boxing training and stuff I enjoyed yeah. the boxing mm-hmm. training. Um, and I started to feel better and more me but my self-confidence was still very shaky um, It was quite superficial it was more about what I looked like rather than you know what I was doing and stuff um, and, and I guess I still needed reassurance from outside if you know what I mean um, rather than it being an, an inner self-confidence. Can you hear me still?
0: <laughs> yes, I just hear a sound behind my head, but there's no oh. one behind me. I don't know if it's like <laughs> coming through my window, or sound funnel, it sounds like people having a conversation at the cafe. And I bet you it's my tablet or some of my, de- one of my devices.
2: is doing it's something.
0: Yeah. I was like, what's that sound? <laughs> Am I hallucinating? What's going on? You know, you're in deep REM meditation, listening to someone, when you hear some sound through your microphone. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds crazy. My windows close. I don't know. I got a really sharp ear. It's not good though because 'cause I'm a sleep because I hear every little sound. Like I hear a squirrel no, in the bush. Yeah. Like, yo, someone in my
1: yard breaking into my my garage, trying to steal my weight I gotta go beat them I up. Have, I have to sleep with uh, earplugs in. Because yeah, I, yeah. I'm a re- since having kids, I'm a really light like, sleeper. Me too. That's I what I'm like,
0: saying.
2: Everything. Yeah. And every I'm
0: yeah.
1: like, yeah, What? Are the
0: kids home? Well, crap! I gotta hide. Um. <laughs> but so, like, uh, sorry if you were trying to finish sentences. But while I was listening to you, I was thinking about a couple of things. Um. Yeah. So like, when it comes to um the key points you mentioned there, of like there was choices. There was like you said, uh, you made some bad choices. We definitely made some good choices. Yeah. Like. For me, when I entered into Strongman, um, like when I had my first son, I was in like, you know, I had self-employed for a long time before I had kids and got screwed over and bad business deals and different things that went down. You learn a lot, though. Fuck, you learn a lot from that shit. I mean, I don't regret it now, but oh, my God, was it like the most horrible hell. I lost lost my shirt, my pants, everything, right? Like lost everything. But like you can only go up, right? And it's scary as fuck but you have to make some serious decisions about yourself. That means for me, it meant cutting kind off family. For me, it meant removing all friends, everything familiar. I stopped dancing, like obviously started training for strength, rehabilit- rehabilitating my body, um, you know, rehabilitating my finances, uh, yes. just making significant healthy risks. I went back to school, finished my education online, obviously, you know, opened up like, you know, reopened business, did all these different things, but it's like, I had friends and people that came along my path at that time, whether it was Dick, Dick is always distracting. Even though I was in a relationship, old Dick coming back, you know, I'm like, I'm with someone. They're like, are you sure? I'm like, I'm sure. Okay. I no longer think you're cute. I have matured. Um, and um, just old temptations and things like that, you know, you fall into as a trap before. And, and then like, I met a lot of mom friends who were amazing and we clicked and we were really close, but you know what? um some a lot of them were naturally just really skinny so they just didn't feel a need to work out like I worked out 20 times more than them but they're like I'm skinny so I'm just gonna eat it down now. I don't need to go work out and they would eat this shit in front of me I'm like I fucking hate you but anyways um like they'd like wanna go to that bar and drink and this would be like late like they had kids my age and they'd uh leave them with their husbands and they'd go and some of them were DJs and different things stuff that I really love. And, you know, in the three years of training for starting like said i said, my second baby. So I, I'm kind of restarting the process again, but, um, you know, I had to change the way I talked, the way I thought, the way I moved, just everything that I, way I interacted in my life, um, in terms of self-respect, right. I don't chase people. I don't chase things. I know my worth, um, and being okay with being lonely, being okay with, um, yeah you know having that alone time to grow into something amazing and that's really that's really tough because when you're alone with yourself for that much time it's, it's, it's,
2: I, had, I
0: had a facade even for my first time like you know I was yeah. playing a role and I had to get yeah. to know who I really was and shave all that bullshit fat right mental physical whatever spiritual and figure out who I was um and move forward and it was very 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 drastic it was very very painful and it was like I can relate what you're saying with like it wasn't postpartum depression. I definitely had depression before, but I'd always been running from it, right? And then I had kids and I couldn't run with it, run away from it, right? When you're sitting there nursing yes. your child, or yes. you're sitting there watching the cartoons of them that you don't like, then all of a sudden you're in your head and you get in your head a lot and you have to figure out how to sort through those thoughts and sort your shit. And no one can do it but you. So no, I'm exactly. curious, you know what I mean? So I'm curious about like with the timing, all of that, like obviously you left the relationship, I mean you slowly you know start making better choices. At what point within that was like the, the personal trainer thing came in? Like was how did that part work? Like right. and, and yeah, how yeah, and yeah. how were you where how where were you in the process of this, like mentally that you were making some big ass moves? Do you know what I mean? Was it a really conscious, like I'm gonna write some goals down on a collage, you know, and make a goal no. sheet or like you know, how'd that go down?
1: No, so okay, yeah, it definitely wasn't a conscious decision. Um since my car accident it kind of when you've when you've come out of something that you shouldn't have come out of it kind of gives you a bit of a new perspective um yeah 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 and I've very much since then whether it's not always been a good idea but I've gone quite a bit down the road of if an opportunity presents itself to me I take it so I'm not necessarily sure where it's going to lead or what's going to happen and sometimes yeah it's like yeah why the fuck not let's do it um so yeah I'd never thought about being a personal trainer I mean I I used to teach people to ride horses I'm a a qualified riding instructor so you know I've taught people before I've done youth work um and stuff and I do like see to a lot of people I'd say I'm not a people person but I'm a selective people person, <laughs> if that makes sense.
0: Oh, um, I, I
1: understand that very wholeheartedly. Deep <laughs> uh, Animals over people, but the right people, yeah, yeah. all good. Um, but I like helping people. I like, you know, I, I like helping people. And because I'd been through the journey that I'd been through myself and I'd like, the weights showed me, me again, I think is the best way mm-hmm. to put it. And mm-hmm. I fell in love with lifting became not about what I looked like anymore it was about what I could do and if I could do that what else could I do um mm-hmm. so it kind of snowballed um obviously I'd, I'd done a couple of powerlifting comps I'd done my first strongman comp um, and basically the owner of the gym that I was working at um he'd advertised for somebody to be front of house and stuff and I was looking for a way out of the job I was in at the time it was, mm-hmm. you know, I was working outside, working on stable yards. It's cold in the winter here in the UK. It's horrible. It's wet. And- <laughs> I'm from oh. winter paying, so I understand. Minus 40, yeah. sometimes more than
0: minus 45. Yeah. If you had balls before the winter, yeah. they're simply frozen off in the snow somewhere.
1: Most of the girls that I was working with were, like, young enough to be my, my daughters. Um, I was just like, I'm too <laughs> old for this shit anymore. Um, so I was I was already looking for a way out yeah. um, and I'd done a couple of things I, I'd learned to drive a forklift truck um, and tried working in warehouses but it was all agency stuff so nothing reliable so that was that was no good with like you know kids to support and stuff um, yeah. and so he he advertised his front of house and I kind of ummed and ahed about it and he hadn't found anybody yet and I kind of ended up speaking to him and a couple of people had suggested it to me I was like okay so I started there just as front of house to start with so like you know kind of sat on the desk Um, and you know helping clean and stuff and then he started trying to get me to help with the classes so like boot camp type classes okay yeah <laughs> and he, bas- he basically talked me into doing my PT qualification Um, and, and got me PTing there and I was like oh, yeah why not like let's let's <laughs> give it a go. And I'm just envisioning is, you, the you like,
0: like pushing a hay bale through the, your first fucking class <laughs> through the big door and like there's hay on the floor as it's rolling in and you're like, hi class today you're going to learn strong men, the proper form way. I teach horses and now I teach you. I teach horses <laughs> to run around the hay bale I teach you to push the hay bale. <laughs> and was <everyone>, like <laughs> That was probably similar to your first class.
1: Yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so he kind of, he pushed me out of a comfort zone, because I'll, I'll be honest, group classes aren't really my thing, but he kind of pushed really me. Really, I'm the, the
0: opposite. Way. I love that shit. I will roast everyone in that class. Like, if it's um some old lady, and she's got, like, you know, pantyhose on and a unitard, <laughs> and she looks like an 80s, 90s rubber girl, I'll, like, walk up to her and be like, I'll be like... Um, do 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 You know, and every like, like all those like ninety songs, rainy like I'll like, fucking roast them all. Like I love that shit. It is entertaining yes. fuck. And then there's always the one person who's like And I like those people because they always make me realize how fit my chunky ass is. So i appreciate those folks <laughs> i'm personal i'm like more Mother, no, stop yelling at me i'm like i love you but yes it's true <laughs> again they're like are you trying to kill me i'm like i don't know you're not bleeding yet you're fine do it again
2: <laughs> you're not dead yet you
0: can
1: do it i get my clients my clients usually give me that face like i'll get another plate to put on the bar, and they just look at me, and I'm like, "You're fine. <laughs> you're, you're not, not
0: you're quivering. Not, not, you're not peeing. You're not pooping. You're not. Your legs aren't quivering. Exactly. Listen, bitch. I pushed out a baby, and there was lots of quivering and peeing and pooping. So until that happens, I'm adding more weight. <laughs> yeah,
1: you're all
0: good. <laughs> that sounds good.
1: Like
0: like <laughs> on the topic of trainers and having access to trainers, you guys check out. If you're new to the show, it's first time listening we'll in. Join our Facebook groups, Team Panda of Strong. For access to our weekly fitness food recipes and dance fitness challenges for beginners to intermediate athletes, obviously our focus is strength training, but because I'm a dancer, there's lots of shaking asses and challenges for you. And if enough people join the group, I will do them in unitards. I know there's not a lot of men in the group, so I feel confident that you guys can sum with that. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so, and if you want just strength-related uh, information, I have a Facebook group, group called join strong women of Canada and basically you know it's like a focus on just strength training and barbells so check that out log in otherwise <laughs> loser just kidding I've always wanted to use that Jim Carrey expression always <laughs> um so on the topic of personal training and strength and building people's uh, bodies up and their minds at the same time what are some yeah. things that you find are the hardest part about training people, not throwing shade or dishing them, but in the sense of like, I'm sure you've seen commonalities in athletes who are of a certain age. Like if we talk about masters and women in fifties, this is a new up and rising category of women who are coming in. A lot of these women have had children. So their body's banged up. I mean, legit. I mean, babies break you. They got a big hit. <laughs> the whole things happen. So what are some of the challenges that you, uh, often faced with training athletes in that category and how are some ways that you overcome that with them
1: so a lot of the time um a woman will come and she wants to look better or she wants to look like she did before she had her babies or when she was 20 years younger or whatever kind of at the end of the day unrealistic expectation um Mm And obviously I've been there like when, you know, when I first started training and stuff, when I first started boxing, it was more about what I looked like than what I could do. And that change mm-hmm. slowly happened. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, that's usually the biggest hurdle is is to get to change their mindset about what they're doing and why they're doing it. Um, yeah. You know, for some people it never clicks and they're constantly chasing that unattainable goal. And it's kind of sad because then they miss out on all the fun stuff in between oh, and really? um, what yeah. they can actually be doing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but usually it works like, usually within a few sessions you kind of get them to realize that this unattainable thing that they were chasing is, is well one is isn't easy to achieve and two isn't really what they actually want what they actually want is just to be happy in themselves yeah, um yeah. usually they need to get their confidence back yeah. um you know and not be so hard on themselves and actually see what they're capable of like a lot of them especially mums we, we become mum and not really anything else, and we kind of forget yeah. about having goals and things to achieve and stuff, yeah. and that we can do things for us. Um, totally. So it, it kind of gives them something that's theirs and something for them, and then they you know they kind of tend to run with it then, and then it becomes much easier. Um, yeah. But yeah, the first couple of weeks is usually the hardest, getting them over that kind of hurdle of why are you actually doing this? Why do you want yeah. to do this? Um, yeah. Yeah. And what do you actually want to get out of it? Um, yeah. And some some of them like you know when you ask them to start with they can't really answer you, um, but then they start to do it and they yeah again they fall like I mean I I've not encountered anybody yet that started lifting and mm-hmm. not fallen in love with it. Yeah, totally. And if they <laughs> haven't, that's because they literally
0: quit before they even figured it out. Like honestly, like you have to give it time. Barbell training. Yeah there is the, the complexity to it of like actually getting proper form and a lot of that you have to relax your mind and you have to focus yeah. and that means shutting out all this shit in your head that's telling you you suck or you're stressed or worse you have to learn how to be mentally present that was the hardest part for me because like you said as a mom yeah. I had no choice my husband uh you know he is self-employed he leaves early for the work in the morning there's no fucking way I'm gonna be like uh, Mark Wahlberg and wake up at 4 a.m. Um, yeah. I'm a crazy, I'm
1: a not gonna happen and if it does i'm going to bed at 5 p.m so, not yeah. gonna work. so yeah, i have one of my clients that she trains yeah. she has her sessions at 7 a.m and that's the earliest i do a session she has her sessions at 7 a.m yeah. before she goes to work but she's in bed by nine usually so it's like yeah. what i'm <laughs> trying
0: to say like i used to wait at work before i kids even when i was pregnant. to work you know i'd work out at 5 6 a.m at the gym like as soon as open i was the first one outside the door locked in the winter and i'd like wait out there but like, my husband's work schedule is also really, like, unpredictable. Like, he'll leave at different times. Sometimes he does leave at 4.30 in the morning. So, it's, like, and then my kid never goes to sleep at a regular scheduled time, no matter what the fuck I do. So, you have to be realistic. <laughs> I gave up on that shit. I was, like, fuck. Ah. And so, I pre-workout, and I'd be, like, ugh. And then I'd ride my bike to the gym to try to get some flow, and then, like, blood, brain wake up. And then I'd get there, and i still be, like, uh. But once I was lifting logs and lifting things and it got really exciting, I mean, you know, I hurt myself lots. I was tired and mentally I didn't know how to be present in the same way because dance is different. You're mentally present, but I don't know how to describe it. It very much goes into the creative side of your brain. And so it's almost like kind of floating on air, like a hot air balloon. It gives you a different high. Like if I was mm. describing it as a drug, it's I don't do drugs, I wouldn't know, but it's, it's, it's almost psychedelic in the sense of you just, it's creative, it's like, theater is art and uh you don't need to mentally you do to an extent, I think 30% mental. The rest is like like left brain. The rest is creative and it's just your body just kind of follows the brain. It's it's not it's conscious in certain ways. But with yeah barbell, you have to be all like left brain focused into it. And that was hard for me because I'm telling you I'll play my good play. that's not like twerking. And then I'd be <laughs> like, oh shit, I've been here for three hours. I should probably go home. You know? Um, <laughs> so that was the hardest part was like focus efficiency technique um and then it was like understanding how to train in terms of volume reps because I didn't have a coach it was always alone in the gym maybe there's the odd dude there but I was like 11 o'clock at night sometimes I bike to home from the gym at like 1:30 in the morning I was like no one's gonna try to rate me because I'm sick so it's fine um and I'm on a bike I'm pretty sure I can run away but I'll get tired but it's dark I'll hide behind the house I'll live it's all good this is how I solve from <laughs> in a very logical state. I don't know how good it is um but you know uh on the topic of and kind of go back to like um uh, like the domestic abuse and how that changes it's like women um like you said our identity is being a mom and it's really hard to grapple with like how your mind your mind changes too after having kids it's not the same and women no. have to understand yeah. that that like it, it comes to you it's a rebirth it's a spiritual awakening right? And you become like kind of like your kid who was growing inside you. So you have to give um, all those different connections, time to develop and grow and get into it. So it's like 12 week boot camp shreds. Sometimes it's good motivation to get women in, and they stay in. But if that's not speaking to you, find a way to help it speak to you, but just don't give the fuck up. Like if, that's, if you like, if you gain like maybe you get 50 pounds stronger overall in a year, that's fine like at least you kept going at it and think about all the positive things that came from that and don't give up because I'm like you're not like I'm already on a lovely like come on <laughs> you know come
1: on. <laughs> yeah also, I mean with some people it is about keeping their goals realistic in that sense as well it's like yeah. you know everybody makes it's very easy and I see it quite a lot in our sport to be fair yeah. um people get caught up in the comparison game it's like you see certain people that like are are amazing at one particular thing or whatever and then you compare yourself to them all the time Um, and I've seen a few girls get really bogged down in that and it is very true the saying comparison is the thief of joy is is so true you go around comparing yourself you you are not them your journey is not their journey you know yeah you're good at your own things and you will get to where you want to in your time you know it's as much as we compete it's not a competition in the sense in that kind of sense um you know there's there's no no it has to be a certain way it's your journey you've got to do it your way and and accept that all the things in your life are going to affect it for you yeah different from anybody else what i learned from doing this the first time and then
0: having a baby was, uh, I mean, it's not the same as a car crash and I don't want to like, you know, attach that to the same thing. Cause it's obviously individual stories, but mm-hmm. you know, after having my first and I mean paralyzed, I still have like uh, permanent paralysis in a lot of areas mm-hmm. of my body. Like I still have to lift my leg when I get into a car and you, you know, it's, it's very muscle specific, um, mm-hmm. from the epidural, but because I was calling all my hands and knees literally, um, and, and dealing with that chronic pain and like, the sciatic nerve pain was unbelievable. Like there there's times I would just sit there and cry and I couldn't move for hours. Like, and instead to having my first, but it's like, I became toxic with my workout again. So I was training for strength and it was all good. But then I started getting kind of ridiculous where I was fighting with my husband. Um, not that he wasn't encouraging with me, but I get so stressed and anxious about what I was eating and how much time I was in the gym and how many times I got there. And I'd be like, you're ruining it for me, you know? And but didn't do as well as at the competitions and I would shit on myself, it was stupid because I was actually still progressing. And that's what I've learned is progression. Like that is my life lesson is like, you know, you're moving forward. Progression is progression. And I'm just like, I, I started doing that again. I, like, it's because, you know, when you're a high achiever, ambitious, the perfectionism is going to creep in. And what I've learned is perfectionism not only stops you from pursuing your dreams and taking risks, but it slows that process down and halts it and causes problems for you and everyone yeah. in your life, because you don't understand how it affects your mood. It's not a positive thing. So it's like, no. have goals, be realistic, be flexible, be adaptable. Do not feel like shit when things don't happen. It just don't make sense. like show up, give your best. And sometimes what people think the problem is people assume the best is per- perfection. Cause they're like, well, I could have, I could have done that. And I could just, just like, if you're sick as a dog and you have lung infection and you've been, you know, single mom time, right? You got to raise three kids. Can you skip workouts for a week so you could take care of your kids and recover? Yes, you fucking can. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So like, I feel like this is we like talk about masters athletes, women who've always had to focus, like you know, like if they had kids, right? Um, or they still do, cause forty is like to me, I don't. I don't know. My family, like my dad, my uncle, for example, he's like a dad to me. He like rides like 20K k day on his bike. He'll be talking to me on his bike as he's climbing up and down mountains and his voice <laughs> does not change. And he's 71. So for me, 40 just seems really young. Like when I was a kid, I thought that I was like, oh, you know, Cause home improvement, all the 90s shows, all the women at that, he's just looked, like <laughs> fucking old with their perms and shit. <laughs> like I always makes fun of my perm, which is fucking hilarious. I'm going to show a picture here. It's hilarious. Um, but you know what I mean? That like, they struggle with that that's like going into it um so what are like some tips or hacks you have for like female masters athletes obviously going into strongman, who you know they think the time commitment is too smart the sport is too hard like they're doing the comparison thing we talked about earlier maybe they have like the shittiest self-esteem because they came out of a domestic like um abuse like my mom she still talks like She's not with my stepdad anymore, but she still talks like a domestic abuse survivor. She has not fully healed because she yeah. still to the same, doesn't do things. She, she goes to safety nets of a job and, uh, she's like, oh, I can't, I'm not skinny enough or oh, I can't, I'm mm. too, like, yeah. I'm too bruised or, oh, I'm not gonna, you know, I like, and, and I I don't bother anymore because that's her journey. And I can't yeah. keep my it's toxic, it's unhealthy for my mental space, but yeah. you know, uh, there's someone who really struggle like really struggle even when they're free right yeah. to just give themselves space um to not I don't know like um I re- the, reach the, I don't know be all these roles that women were taught to be I don't know how to describe
1: it you know what I'm, probably, <laughs> what I'm trying. I think, I think the guilt I think the guilt hits hard for a lot of people like mom guilt is a real thing like when yeah. you're giving time and yeah I I try to get across to a lot of my clients in that you've got to do something for you. You've got to be happy for you to be able to look after everybody else. You can't mm-hmm. give your best if you know if your yeah. main role in life is is to be a mom and look after your children. That's brilliant. That's fine, but you can't even do that at your best if you're not. It's it's that you can't fill from an empty cup. Mm-hmm. So you need to do something for you. You need to do something that makes you feel good. So that you can then give your best to everybody else. Yep. You know, so that's always like getting over the mum because they feel bad that they're doing something that's for them, they feel it's selfish. And it's like, it, yeah. well, it's not. I mean, it is, but it's not. Because at the yeah. end of the day, if it's good for you, it's good for everybody else too.
0: But too, like my kid, like I walk all day with pushing my shoulder because i on by choice. And I, you know, and every walk, it slowly adds up to 10K minimum um unless like you know kids aren't digging it or it's like raining or snowing and then it's like I still try to get in a minimum 5k but my point is it's like my kid rides his bike everywhere he loves it I have been so physical with him since he was a kid like every day I take him off for school my t- like today's teacher was like yeah so he climbs like the highest things and jumps off with no fear I was just amazed by him you know like all of their kids are like falling and then crying and my kids like woo and I was telling like dude you're not there's no like parachute attached to your back you should probably try to work on you know have a landing there build it with leaves. I don't know something you could fall on um (laughs) but like um you know it's very hard for people to get like you said past that mental block of um like you worry that if you pursue these things that you will lose your pants right like that your kids will fall, everything will fall to shit. And that's a really serious fear. And like, you know, I had to structure the shit out of my day so that I could be able to get my meals in um, and work out because after my first kid, I was like, I'm not doing that. I'm not, I'm not doing that. It makes me resentful and angry. And that's not who I am. I'm a happy, fun person. And that, that kind of drove me into postpartum depression, but it wasn't right after. I would say it was like, you know, two years in because I was like, um, this is not what I want to be and so it's it's yeah it's not don't feel like don't feel shit about it it's like you have to my kid loves strongman now he likes to bench press he loves to do all the stuff and he cooks day so yeah like I just get him involved with everything and it's not a complaint or you know if anything he gets bored because he's so used to just kind of being on the go with me and his dad will just be like get home and you know lie on the couch (laughs) he's like round two (laughs) mommy's having a snack you know like, but I worked all day I'm like I worked all day too bitch um get up <laughs> but that's because like no but I mean like he's skinnier than me but you know he's 10 years older than me and I think a lot of that has effect on once we had kids he just stopped being super physically active and I mean mm-hmm. his job is labor but not heavy labor hard labor mm-hmm. so you know yeah you you age as you neglect your body and you neglect your mind whether true. it's reading learning something new um, yeah. taking on something so anything that's positive that grows you, muscle, you know,
1: body, brain, whatever, um, is a positive thing, you know, definitely, definitely use it or lose it. I, I'm a firm yeah. believer in you don't, I mean, obviously, we all age, but you don't get old, okay? You don't stop doing things because you get old, you get old because you stop doing things, yes. So,
0: here is the key question, yeah. Mrs. Car yeah. Crash Survivor. <laughs> um it's it's either that or other nicknames like candy Ass. Yes, you pick um so like you had to recover from a car crash right the shoulder and yeah. all this stuff but you're doing heavy weights to strong men so i'm sure as a personal trainer you've worked with athletes who um you know have issues with the hips or knees or shoulders that kind of stuff because like holding and hauling children around really fucks with your back like, every day when i work out
1: i just line yeah. a foam and i let myself push i'm like oh and i literally <laughs> My whole workout so carrying for, kids around, uh, you tend to find you quite lopsided because they're always stuck on one hip.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> one boob becomes bigger than the other.
0: Then one <laughs> <foot>. oh, <gotcha. laughs> She's crooked. But I mean, you know, like I'm going to sound like an asshole. I'm not going to say who, but there's a celebrity on one of those TV shows. She wants to have kids. She's doing IVF, and the thing is, is like she does not understand. Like I'm a heavy person. I'm over 300 pounds, but like mom job is real lifting kids is hard they're heavy it's a fucking workout all day workout you sweat cleaning the house and taking care of kids especially being a stay-at-home mom is a lot of work so it's like yeah yeah yeah. so like that's what i'm trying to say is like you have to prepare yourself for that battle right Mm -hmm. that mental physical battle and by neglecting your body you're making it harder on yourself as a mom (laughs) you know (laughs) if you are
1: kids are heavy i don't know Mm -hmm. I think with a lot of a lot of my ladies though I try and get across the whole you can't do everything it's like something has to give like yeah don't try and be perfect with everything like I'll hold my hands up I hate housework so if anything's gonna give it's the housework you know yeah, I'm too. gonna get my workout in <laughs> everybody's fed everybody's got clean clothes yeah but the yeah. might not have moved for three days <laughs> you know so
0: same and, and people, That's why I don't invite people over on certain yeah. days, because I'm like I was working out and
1: doing meal prep, so. Yeah. You know, people have these such ridiculous expectations of being able to do everything and everything being perfect. It's like that's not real life. Yeah, but also like, was, was unrealistic? <laughs> what also was unrealistic?
0: What people don't understand is, for thousands of years, people have done communal living. That yeah. means that they're helping everybody help stuff. Everybody was helping, taking care of a house. Yeah. And if you had kids, there was other moms around. So you were never responsible, whether you're single, have kids, whatever. You were never responsible for maintaining a house, working a 40-some house, 40 some hours, 40 to 70 hour yeah. work week, and then all this other shit. It's unrealistic. It's stupid. Yeah. So any Wait, asshole time. as a mom who comes into your house and you work and you raise your kids, and it's like, oh, oh, suddenly feng shui. Fuck you and your feng shui. Get the fuck out of my house and don't ever fucking call me again, mother bitch. Do I need to say mother bitch, again? Mother bitch. I love that. Um, <laughs> in the English way, fuck off, you know? But no, but honestly, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. And, and that's why women are, I think a lot of the weight gain from women is my belief is cortisol, it's stress. And it's uh-huh. not because women don't move around and do things. It's stress and not having enough time for you. And yeah. it's an unfair burden. Like when you have to pee and you're holding your, kitten, your knee, and they Nina, freaking out, screaming and crying, <laughs> like, that creates stress. Even if you try not to think about it, they're That's like, But yeah. you're, like,
1: when you're trying to here? think of everything for everybody to make sure the house still runs smoothly. And, yeah, yeah. It's,
0: it's not stressful.
1: <laughs> Perfect example.
0: Perfectly clean the house. And the husband's like, where's the bottles? And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I've been cleaning for the past six hours. I want to sit down and have some coffee because my back is broken. <laughs> and he's like, where's the bottles? I'm like, I don't know. They're in the sink. And there wasn't any wash. And I, keep in mind, I'm always doing the dishes and the laundry. I fold this laundry and put away like a good little 1950s wifey, okay? And and then he's like, where's the bottle? I was like, I don't know. And they go, Max, there's no bottles up here. I'm like, I don't know, go in the sink. There's no clean ones. And I'm like, you know what, bitch? You know clean what, bitch? One. Clean a bottle. <laughs> yeah. It's a bottle. <laughs> it's this big. Clean it. Anyway, she's like, well, you always clean the bottles. I'm like, well, what are you going to do if I get a bike car by tomorrow? She's <laughs> everyone i said this to my skill time like i'm not your maid you see that hook you have hands boop yeah i do make nice yeah. mommy for him all the time but there's days where i'm like don't you throw that jacket on the floor there's a hook right there <laughs> um i always say to them listen help me help you you want us to have quality time mommy needs a workout in order for mommy to have a workout and not be cranky need mommy tomorrow that means you have to help mom put away your toys you and then we can have a party. I always tell them everything's a party. And then like, which is just something fun we'll do together. And it's like, yeah. And I'm like, don't be a bad boy, lazy boy. Be a good future husband type thing, right? I'm like, are you a good future husband? he's like, yeah. And it's so funny he says, yeah. Um, I'm like, okay, good. So good husband's clean of toys. He's like, yeah. It's so hilarious. <laughs> That's the psychology. I'm like, do you want mommy to be nice to you? Mommy needs to eat food and have a nap. And I do that. Also, I'm like, here's your tablet. I need a nap. That I can work out tonight. I'll see you in 45 minutes. <laughs> Let me know if you need anything. And that's years on. Like you said, don't worry, people. I'm not neglecting. I'm making sure he's okay. Um, but I wanted to talk about before you go, lastly, like mm-hmm. specific methods of training, specific exercises and workouts that you do with women, um, you know, who have injuries. And uh, if you want to dive into before you touch on that, like how you recovered your body and what you do that kind of keeps those muscles strong that were affected by cracks and and prevents them from kind of like, um, debilitating or falling apart or whatever. You know what I mean? Like keeping, keeping you, um, balanced and not all banged
2: up. I mean, that's,
1: that's, that's the key I think, um, is to regain or as much as you can regain the balance. So I had to do a lot of unilateral exercises. I had to do a lot of single arm stuff, um, to get the, the recovering arm to catch up again um yeah. so yeah i mean like i focus a lot with my ladies on like barbell training so they'll do a lot of compound lifts and stuff but if yeah. they've got an issue like that so i've got one lady who has a shoulder issue yeah.
0: um
1: so mm-hmm. we have to make sure that we work with that so if we're doing anything individual um so um if her left side's her weaker side if we're yeah. doing um, say arnold presses or side like lateral raises or anything like that will always start with what her weaker arm can do so a lot of people make the mistake of oh yeah the stronger arm or the stronger leg can do 12 reps do 12 Mm -hmm. reps but then your weaker side could only do six well then your weaker side is never going to get stronger again it's going to stay behind all the time so you have to go with what the weakest side can do yeah you've got to focus on it you've got to do individual work for it you've got to do um you know so yeah say so if your if your weaker side can do six reps that's where you start even if that's easy for your stronger side you've got to start there because if you if you constantly do so if you constantly do barbell work instead of using dumbbells your weaker your your stronger side will always take over so you know you have to you basically have to just focus on the weaker side um still do other stuff so still do barbell stuff still do compound movements so that you can build your overall strength still um but yeah you've got to do the work you've got to do be it with resistance bands be it with dumbbells if it takes you a bit longer to warm up so you know with some clients we have to spend a lot more time stretching My warm up or doing... takes
0: like 45 minutes because i do like foam roller every time because my back is broken yeah. from these children um and i do tons of flexibility stretches and my yoga poses and basically yeah. pnf stretches which is like gymnastics and yoga right like repeating that flow with through pulses and it's not to build muscles, Lily, just to like get everything loose. Like yes, my kids are sick thing. for three weeks and I feel like, uh you know what I mean? Because I just not even just doing the stretching stuff. I'm like everything's tied in the heart. Um continue, but I'm just yeah. saying like the the dumbbells and the kettlebells like you have to be willing to accept not feel like the cool kid. And like yeah. training in weaknesses or training small things. And we talked about this in the last episode. It, um is boring. is uh,
1: it's essential. Yeah. yeah like you want to be doing the big things you want to be doing the foot like oh that looks really fun but you've got to do the little things first yeah you want to be able to do the big things you've got to do the little things to get there you know so it's it's yeah you've got to and you've got to work within your limitations um you know it's no good trying to push hard push hard push hard all the time if you're not taking care of the little niggles and the little issues you've got to you know you've got to address those things first to be able to move on
2: yeah so
1: yeah it's 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 managing expectation as well some of it like you know obviously if people have got injuries or issues um you know you've got to walk before you can run so prescribe
0: me some uh, workouts my friend i'm going to be <laughs> a, your little case scenario chairman <laughs> hamster time so if i came to you and i was like excuse me miss Diaz, um i need your assistance on how to become as fabulous as you. Um, I am broken, my hips hurt, and I am a crooked and I need—I don't have balance, okay? Every time I squat with that barbell, I feel like I'm gonna fall down backwards. And every time I deadlift, I feel like I'm gonna fall forward. I just feel like I'm falling all the time. And with the bench press, I wear a thing stuck on my chest. I don't know what to do. I can lift it, but my balance feels off. What are some things I can do in the gym at
1: home? Go. Okay. Sure. <laughs> if balance is a big issue one of my favorite toys is uh like a half balance ball so it's squishy soft you know like the big yoga balls but they're half ones so you've got yoga ball and then a flat surface they have different names um so I love that piece of equipment because it's unstable so squats squats on that are brilliant for all your little stabilizing muscles and your core so if your if your balance is crap your core is probably crap um so you need to be working on things for that but I don't just mean abs like so many people think oh but I do loads of sit-ups yeah no that's that's not your core. that's that's literally just the superficial bits on the top um so I do a lot of plank work um different plank variations um things like dead bugs and um bird dogs and um I love suitcase carries are another one which is a, a great unilateral exercise which will work your core it makes you stay straight. So, I mean, I don't mean go super heavy so that you're really struggling, but you have to, um, so kettlebell is really good for that. So if you've got a a 12, 16 kilo kettlebell and you've got to carry that and you've got to keep yourself straight. So these are all little exercises I do um, with my clients for that kind of thing. Uh, If your hips are a problem, that I would say really stretch stretches. Um, So I'd look at different kinds of stretches, what works for you um things like pigeon Channel
0: stretch your in your in your uh, george Costanza. you know get into the flow you know get ridiculous yes um and hips like stretch the shit out of your hips. i cannot say that enough you
1: know and then yeah. squeeze in
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah and glute work as well i mean a lot of people neglect like they think your glutes are all about having a peachy bone well yeah that's great but they actually have a really, really important function in your posture and your lifting um, and your core. Like, they, they help support your core. If your glutes are weak, your lifts are going to be shit. Um, <laughs> so, you know, do your glute bridges. Do your uh, Romanian deadlifts and stuff as well. Yeah. Make sure you're engaging your glutes. So, you know, um, yeah, they're all things that, you know, work on as a basic level so if you want more
0: fantastic tips you can get in touch with uh maria na, 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 na. um how do they get in touch with you what's your ig website tiktok all that how do they message you so i don't i mean
1: people? i'm 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 old and i'll admit it i don't do tiktok <laughs> and i don't I'll have pray for you. i'll pray for you don't worry <laughs> you. I just I just don't have enough time to go down that rabbit hole yet just <laughs> I have enough trouble keeping I'm up with
0: myself it's a party <laughs>
1: um but instagrams uh, is is probably the best way to uh to get a hold of me um so yeah it's just at maria flump listen you'd be so <laughs> popular with that candy ass yes. and um
0: because you got <laughs> you the flump with the bump you know what I'm saying boom chicka boom right there. There's your custom merch right there. So if you want on the topic of merch, if you want to get hooked up with the hottest fan and strong merch for the ultimate gear and gym inspired lifestyle items for your home, we do custom, okay? I design things with your image. So if you're strength athlete, send me some selfies if you kick an ass and I can turn it into an amazing design. Like, Maria, I will send her something that says candy ass on it. She'll love it. Um, <laughs> check it out, paddestrong.ca, and search our store and slide into those messenger DMs with your custom order request. There ain't no limits. I mean, there's some limits because I got kids, but mostly no <laughs> limits. To strong man. Um, and there's a yeah, the pool. Pull- <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like when it's hilarious and ridiculous. So, for example, we have new stuff on our stores that says, Hitches are for bitches because one of our elite athletes is a power lifter. But then because I'm a strong man, um, <laughs> I made a contradictory shirt that said hitch bitch because I'm all <laughs> about that hitching. So <laughs> there's a lot of confusing slang on the story. You'll love it. Just basic shit talking. You know, all your shit talking dreams are finally coming true. You can wear it <laughs> everywhere. And except for your nans, though. Your nans, nans might get a bit mad. But, um, yeah, you want to jam out to those sickest seats, like I said, follow our Spotify playlist. Just look up Panda Strong. You'll find them. Thanks again for being on our show. You are fantastic. It's been a pleasure. Oh, one more last question, though. Because you have a candy ass. <laughs> I, mean, I love you. I'm saying, it's your fault. You told me that you can lie. Um, are you single? Because there might be some
1: men who... Uh, i'm like well, not i'm actually um i'm in a five-year relationship and um, we recently cool. got engaged so um... <laughs> i'm so happy for you he's better treat you right
0: from the flower <laughs> then smack him around or just call up eddie eddie will take care of him don't worry <laughs> actually call up brianna and she'll fuck him up real good oh, right no. book do <laughs> will <laughs> be really mad be like, why are you telling people on your podcast Stephanie that I punched people in the face I'm just saying she has not probably will not punch anyone in the face okay she's a lovely amazing athlete I love I love you and she is um, lovely she is lovely
1: she's, she's cool. just yeah
0: <laughs> she's got a heart of gold like she's a really good human like I absolutely big love time. her big for time sure. it's definitely one of my inspirations for being in the sport and especially because she's so tiny I was like okay i <laughs> I got it anytime someone is stronger than me is smaller, I'm like, fuck. And that's all it is. It's just fuck. And then I go to the gym. I other strong sick people do not inspire me. It's the skinny little fuckers. And I'm like, like, you go to competition, you're like, what fuck is this? And then the guy comes up and the girl, they're like, That's my first competition. I'm like, fuck it is. (laughs) Who's your coach? You know? So you're gonna go back and yeah, but anyways if you want to get hooked up with her she's got you she has experience and uh, she works with the best right so get in contact with her and uh, tune in for our next episode two weeks from now give us a five star if you're listening on Apple podcast please like and share this video and comment because we love you pandas tune it out Dance <laughs> so I know we gotta go and, I'm go and I'm a mom I got a pee you gotta keep you yep.